0: Been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without episodes to bless you. But I'm special, podcaster, producer, entrepreneur, educator, superstar, MC, friend and foe. But enough about Street P. Now welcome back to my show. Ha <laughs> ha Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Yes, sir, episode 38. Yes, family, welcome, welcome, welcome. I told y'all I would be back. I told you I keep my word. Three weeks. It was not a month. I told you I'd be gone a month. It was only three weeks. You can thank Clubber D the Combat G for that. He actually came to me with his UFC review. Now I decided I needed to get that out now so y'all could hear that. So I brought my ass back a week early. So here we are. I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl. Talk about the huge James Harden and Ben Simmons trade. And also in the outro, I will be talking about Brian Flores and the NFL and my feelings on that. That being said, send in those questions and comments to our new mailbox at BallandBuds. That's B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S at MVPSMB.com. Yes, sir. Drop that. Email. Drop it, though. BallandBuds
1: at com. Good googly-moogly. Ball and Bucks at mbpsmb.com.
0: But this episode is all going to be about Clubber D, the combat G. I just came back to intro and outro him. So stay tuned for that. But first, you know how we like to start here on the Ball and Bucks podcast. With Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Episode number 38, family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I know that I left you for a few weeks there, but you are again in luck. You can thank Clubber D for that. He had his preview and review for UFC 271. this episode is brought to you by the strain ak-47 now ak-47 if you can get your hands on it you want to get some of that and it is my favorite strain of all time i had this one time with uh my co-pilot fly guy aka buck nasty and so we had it one time that was the first time i had it it became my favorite strain that was probably about seven or eight years ago, and I had never seen it again, and then my boy just got it in, and I was like, oh, I got to get that, so um, yeah, it's really good, AK-47 is actually a mix of four varietals, so it's actually a mix of the Colombian, the Mexican, the Thai, and the Afghani varietals, so it is a um, very, very cerebral buzz, it keeps you mentally alert, but it is a sativa-dominant hybrid, so you do still uh, feel a nice... Um, heavy buzz as well, though. So while you are creative and mentally alert, at the same time, you can definitely melt into the couch. It is my A-plus strain, my favorite strain of all time. A, A, A A-plus, five-star, highly recommend. You get your hands on that. The more you know. Smoke weed every day. And so, yes, we had an awesome NFL playoffs, which led into the Super Bowl, the playoffs, the last divisional games, the championship weekend and the Super Bowl, all seven games were decided within three points coming down to the last possession, which had to make it the greatest last three weekends of an NFL season in history. I can't imagine any be, be, being better than that. Um, obviously, I haven't seen every NFL season in history, but I could, just can't imagine uh, you have seven games coming all down to the wire. Uh, usually don't see that at any point in time. So to happen in the playoffs is just awesome. The Super Bowl was a culmination of that. It was uh, 112 million people viewed it, which is up from 96 million last year. Uh, so it was definitely the most viewed and most streamed event. It was actually the most streamed event ever, um, but it was definitely the most watched broadcast in five years. Anyway, Super Bowl was great this past weekend. The Super Bowl was a doozy. The Rams won 23-20. <laughs> Yo, boy. Almost hit it on the head. Yo, boy. Had it 24-21. So, I was that close to having a perfect prediction. As I, as I predicted, Los Angeles defense would step up and hold the Bengals offense down. Matthew Stafford, although he made his mistakes, was able to throw a couple scores to Cooper Cup. Uh fast recovery. Shout out to Odell. He tore his ACL. We are wishing you the best here at the Ball and Buds. Ya boy, myself has tore his ACL so I completely understand. Old football injury as well. So, uh, yeah. Mad shout out to uh, Beckham for a fast recovery. Anyways, Joe Burrow, who was aiming to be the fourth player ever to win a national championship, Heisman, and a Super Bowl, and he was going to do it in his first couple years. That was denied. But I think he'll have a good chance at coming back at some so- some point in his career as long as he stays healthy since he is a really, really good quarterback. But we know how the NFL is. Most times you make it once and you think you're going to make it again with your team and you never make it back. Look at Dan Marino. Uh, so, But we will not hope that on any of these young players. The Rams, they did win their second championship uh, in the past. I believe the last one was 99 was that team. Yep. Uh, but awesome game. And if you missed that Super Bowl. At that halftime show, as the Cowboy James Storm, Tennessee's own would say, sorry about your damn luck, suckers. I had a little book of T suckers on there. Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Let me stop. Um, anyways, because that halftime show was awesome. It was super dope. I rolled me a nice joint of some AK-47. I sat on my couch and I jammed out like it was 2000 again. Uh, it is not my number one. Uh, a lot of people are saying the greatest of all time. I have Prince at number one. Uh, you can't beat that, especially when it started raining during Purple Wayne. That's just God-given right there. That was that was God-destined right there for all all that to happen. Then you had MJ. I got MJ at number two. Um, no matter what you think about him or feel about him or believe about him, that halftime show was amazing and changed the world, really. Uh, think about, the. remember he came in and for a minute and a half didn't do anything. Just sat there. In a strong pose and people were going wild the only time I ever seen a pop for someone doing nothing <laughs> um, Anyway, so this is my number three here uh, You know they all killed it. Um, I wish they would have played some different tracks But all good they played what they uh, felt would be best and you know a lot of the other tracks that they have may not be as PC even though they had an issue with Dre's line about still not loving police so whatever still not loving police NWA all day and actually the real line in the explicit version Dre says um, I'm still yelling fuck the police so you know at least he he cleaned it up and made a PC for y'all damn not to mention, wasn't those lyrics like 30 years ago? I mean, y'all y'all had Ice Cube and Dre both back then. I remember seeing the news, oh, hip-hop is this and that and blah, 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 and try and blame them. And now, look, they're in family-friendly movies that you watch with your kids. <clears throat> How you feel?
1: You big dummy.
0: But, uh, yeah, so they did what they had, what, what they had to work with. Uh, Apparently Eminem had kneeled honestly when I was watching it. I didn't even put two and two together I thought it was part of the performance. I thought he was just kneeling to get ready for the next song I thought he was like taking a break catching his breath Letting Dre play the piano real quick and then I didn't even realize that he was kneeling until some until it was a big deal made about it. So anyways Whatever get over that shit. I'm a veteran. We fought for people to be able to protest So if that's kneeling that's kneeling and I support it as a veteran if you're not a veteran, you can't say shit about it anyways. Uh. Nope. Denied. <laughs> but anyways, it was a great halftime show. Uh, I wish it could have been longer, but it is what it is. And also, they even had a 50-cent, which was wild. I wish they would have had more cameos, maybe... Um, Ice Cube, Method Man, you know, you could have put some, uh, s- some game in there. I would have took a little bit of everything. Uh, one of my boys said corrupt. You know, I, I would have taken anything. They could have put a lot more people in there, but you only get 15 minutes. Uh, but, yeah, f- 50 cents. <laughs> with all the, you might have thought you might have seen Kanye in that motherfucker. They could have added so many people. Um, uh, speaking of, though, Jesus, We had the James Harden, Ben Simmons trade. This trade has had more rumors than a Kanye, Kim, and Pete Davidson orgy, my friends. Uh, with that, uh, Clubber D actually sent me a video earlier of Kanye shipping a whole truckload of roses to Kim for Valentine's Day. Dog, just go watch O'Shea's Jackson's video, and whew, I've been there, dog. We all been there. We all done it. We got stuck on that one chick. I did it myself, and you get pressed, and you ca- try to do too much when they don't want you, uh, but you got to learn from it, and never let it happen again. I let it happen that one time, and I said, never again. Hey, what happened? Tusty! Anyways, the trade went down. James Harden for Ben Simmons. James Harden goes and joins Daryl Morey and Joel Embiid in Philadelphia, while Simmons goes to the Nets to join Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, Steve Nash, and the rest of the bunch. I think the trade actually helps both teams uh, with Kyrie being a ball-dominant point guard and Kevin Durant, uh, needing up, not needing, but <laughs> you better give it to him. Fuck him needing that shit. <laughs> He's the best shooter in the world. You give him that shit, right? He, he, you want him to have the ball all the time, right? So it's good because Ben Simmons doesn't need the ball at all. He can play defense. He doesn't shoot anyway, so he can just play D and facilitate. They can move Kyrie off the ball to the two guard where he actually is better at because he has, um, he doesn't have to handle the ball all the time, so he can save his beautiful handles for when he really needs it and his energy as well. Where on the other side, Harden is going to give Embiid a shooter from the outside that will allow him to continue his inside dominant game MVP performance that he is putting on this year. Joel Embiid has been going off. I think he's averaging something like 50 and 15 in 48 minutes, which is something crazy. It hasn't been done. It's wild, man. He's going off. So um, it's him. And Nikolai Jokic is number two in my MVP race. But that trade went down. Not sure when Ben Simmons is going to start to play because apparently he's having some mental health issues. But whenever he comes back, that's going to make them a formidable team. They will both be formidable come playoff time, I believe. And I hope they meet in the first round. They do have a game March 10th. It is going to be a doozy, and I cannot wait. Um, but yeah, a lot of other deals went down in the NBA. What else happened?
1: Cut the music. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cut the music. What? Let me clear my throat. What's that? D? It's a Clubber D break. And if you don't like that, I'm breaking your moms off later. What up, O? What up, O. What up? Oh! It's your main man, Clubber D. You know I'm in a place to be. Known as the Combat G. You already know who to ask. Anyways. First and foremost. If anybody, anybody wants me to shout out their mother, because trust me, the place you were born from, I've been up in it. Email, drop it out. Ball and at MVPSMB.com. Good googly moogly. Ball and Bugs at Oh, hell no. Nobody wants to hear about hockey, baseball, basketball. Football, badminton, tiddlywinks, cricket, crochet, Cody Rhodes, Rhodes Cody, Dusty Rhodes, rest in peace, Super Bowl, Bowl Super, cricket, crochet, Metro PCS, don't nobody care about any of those things.
0: Who the hell cares?
1: Don't nobody want to hear about that mess. We're all here to listen to Clubber D, the Combat G, the Tinder, Cupid, Black Planet, Mehenta, Farmers Meetup, Christian Mingo, Match. I am the original swindler. I've been to Maine to Miami. I've flown from Miami to Montana. I rode a bike from Montana to Maui, all on your mother's dime. Now let's go. Where am I today? Where is Clubber D today? Well, today I'm in Houston, Texas. Yes, that's right. Houston, Texas. You know what I'm saying? I got here a couple of days ago. I had a link up with Deshaun Watson. He uh, recommended some good massage parlors to go to. But uh, after getting uh, loosened up by them women, uh, got up with Slim Thug. He took me around the city, you know what I'm saying? H-Town, saw how it went down, caught a riff raff. got a tattoo with him, called a Paul Wall for a grill, him and Johnny TV. But that's enough about me. Stop capping. What's up with these fights? Why am I here? Why am I ready to be at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas? Well, I'm here for UFC 271. Yes, 271. A repeat, 271. And one symbolize your mother, two, me and her, and seven, how many minutes she's gonna get in heaven with me? Anyways. Who's fighting tonight? We know who's fighting tonight. The man, the myth, the legend, the Mr. Brash talking, the middleweight champ, Israel Sanya, go against Bobby Knuckles, a.k.a. Robert Whitaker, part two. The first fight was down in Australia and their native land, okay? Uh, Israel knocked him out. Um, It was a convincing win. Um, And Whitaker, you know, he had some... uh, uh, mental issues they was depressed and a lot of other things being a champ he had a lot of stuff going around going on at that time so i don't know if that's going to attribute to i don't know if that was excuse but he looks locked in he looks ready to go he looks focused this fight he does not look like a defeated man like the, the first time they fought israel sani you know he's brash i feel he tries too hard he wants to be that mcgregor but sometimes when you're that color it don't work for us all the time. They just vilify you like you're Mayweather, you know what I'm saying? But somebody like McGregor can do it, and he's, oh, yeah, yeah, you fucking idiot, da-da-da. That's another story. We're not going to talk about that, though. Hey, what happened? Tusty? But I'm going to talk about that card. I'm going to talk about that fight. I'm going to talk about Derek Lewis. Yes, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, Houston's own Derek Lewis. He's back fighting in front of his home his home crowd. You know, he last fought here against a serial guy when he lost the interim heavyweight belt. Um, he looked very bad that fight. He, he, he admitted that the pressure got to him, and uh, he, didn't, he didn't look too good. He's going against Ty Shui, to Tuovasi. Yes, the Shoewee King. Yes, this man drinks a beer out of your shoe. I repeat, drinks a beer out of your shoe. No, God! No, God, please, no! I know a lot of you women are laughing, but we know it goes in y'all's mouth sometimes. But that's another story. Men, too, because we like to, you know, go get something to eat sometimes. And depending on what she's, you know, time of the month, it might be at the Red Cafe. Hey, what happened? Tostee! But that's another story. And then I'm also going to talk about Jared Cantoneer going against Derek Brunson, because that's probably a precursor, because you've got the third and fourth-ranked uh, middleweight going against each other. That Derek Brunson's been on a tear. That's, that's probably a precursor to a potential fight with the winner, unless... Whitaker wins, and there'll probably be a rubber match, a a third fight. But I'll start with Jared Cantonaire and Derek Brunson. I'm going to go O with this one. Don't quote me, but quote me. Clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. Cause I am the after the fact king, you know what I'm saying. I say it here live before it happens. If I'm wrong, I will always say. Actually, I'll say go against what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Cause after the fact, I'll say he should have threw a right instead of a left. He should have kicked. He should have kicked instead of a elbow. But that's not. That's neither here nor there. I'm gonna go with clubs bangers. Clubs bangers. Derek Cantonaire, That man's a beast. He is. I know Derek Brunson's been on a tear. He's been on. I think what a four-fight winning streak. He's he's humbled a lot of people. Uh, Jared Cantonaire, that that man's a beast. I know he slipped up a couple times, but he's that man's a cold beast. That he, ever since he moved down from light heavyweight to middleweight, he's looked great. So I'm gonna go with uh, Jared Cantonaire, the Killer Gorilla. I believe that's his, his nickname. If I'm wrong, it's whatever. Uh, but anyways, let's talk about the heavyweight bout. Let's talk about the co-main event, Derek Lewis against. Ty Vuiasa, and I probably just butchered his name, but that's okay. We'll just call him Shuey. He is the Thunder from Down Under, and not not the strip club dudes. I'm talking he's from Australia. He is a a, uh, Samoan that don't play. This man has power. He will knock you out. If he hits you, rock-a-bye. We're talking about Ty Avassa, okay? This man is the thunder. He brings the thunder from down under. and I'm not talking about them dudes in leotards. This man will knock you cold out, okay? When he hits you, you will go to sleep. You will see Woodstock. You will see Tweety Bird. You will see stars. You might see Mars. You might see cars. You might see anything flying around. But the main thing you will see is the back of your eyelids because he will put you to sleep. Yes, and he's going against Derrick Lewis. We all know Derrick Lewis's resume. This man has the most knockouts in UFC history, heavyweight history. This man, if he breezes by your chin, you might just fall down because you know what will happen if he connects full uh, full strength. This man is no joke. This fight on paper is going to be a quickie. Shouldn't even go... Uh, More than one round, like me and your mom on Valentine's Day. What you, what you doing, Daniel, baby? Dan,
0: Daniel, baby, what? No, oh, Daniel, baby, what is you doing, Daniel, baby? No, what is you doing, damn, baby? Dan, too live, baby. Oh my God.
1: But anyways, I think I'm I'm conflicted with this fight because I remember when Derek Lewis fought uh, Francis Ngannou, and that may have been the worst heavyweight fight I've ever seen besides Kimbo Slice dot out five thousand look that up terrible fight terrible in the words of canelo Alvarez horrible horrible fight but anyways I know this won't go the distance clubs bangers clubs bangers uh I'm gonna go clubs bangers <laughs> clubs, bangers. Derek Lewis, second round knockout. That's right. The Black Beast, second round knockout. Funny, because uh, Shuey, tied to Ivasa, said that if he knocks Derek Lewis out, he's going to do a, a, a cuppy, basically drinking out of the cup. Pause. Beyond pause. Let's just ah, stop the tape. That's disgusting. Yes, a cup. Drinking beer out of his cup, as in Dick juice. That, anyways. We're not we ain't gonna go all there. Anyways, then let's go to the main event: Israel Alessania against Mr. Bobby Knuckles himself, Robert Whittaker. You know, I'm torn on this fight. Clubs bangers. Clubs bangers. I really think uh, Whittaker's folks. He's locked in, but I'm still gonna go with clubs bangers. <laughs> Clubs, bangers. Israel Alessania. I want to go fourth round knockout. TKO. Yes. He will retain his 185 belt. I hope he stays there. Don't go up to 205. Don't worry about John Jones. Do your Twitter beef with him, but don't worry about fighting him. It's not gonna happen. You already tried to go against the champ, uh, Yanba Jan, Bo- Jan Bojovich, and you lost. You, you, the man was too big for your paws, and he uh, you know, out wrestled you so Again, Israel Asanya, knockout. Derek Lewis, knockout. Jared Cantoneer, knockout. Clubber D, about to knock out your wife after this. Club's bangers. Maybe your mama, who knows? It, it depends. But uh, I'm out of here, Oh, I got to get back inside, you know. I'm uh, hey, Slim Thug, chill. I'm coming, I'm coming, dog. Sorry, I got to go inside. Bum B, say what's up to me. Anyways, all right, y'all. Um, uh, you're bullshitting. Uh, Clubber D, you made man. I'm out of here. I got to go drink. Holler. Uh, Meanwhile, eventually. Yo. Oh, what up, man? It's the main man, Clubber D. You know, I'm always in a place to be. It's the combat G. And if you didn't watch the UFC, you didn't see me. But anyways, I was there in the third row next to Slim Thug and Paul Wall. You know, Bum B wanted me to come over and get a little drink of his yak, but I said, nah, bro, I can't can't get too messed up. You know what I'm saying? I got a, I had an appointment. I got an appointment tomorrow morning at nine o'clock with a a masseuse, uh, highly recommended by uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. But anyways, Yeah man, UFC 271. The combat G was right. Take that, Michael Weeby. Yes, yes, yes. Nope
0: denied. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your little baseball guy always wants to get on Club Diaz if I don't call it like I see it and I call it before it happens. I said, Jared Cantoneer, the killer gorilla, is going to win in the second round. And he did gloriously by knockout. Yes, he knocked out the natural butchery. My bad. He knocked out Derek Brunson. If you saw that here, he looked like Wesley Snipes' stunt double from Demolition Man. Why do people do that? Why does he want to look like he's the leader of the Golden Knights or the Golden Lords from Meteor Man? Okay? Go watch the movie. You know what I'm talking about. ABC. Another bad creation was in that in that movie also. They filmed that in Springfield Mall. I knew some people that was in that. But that's another story. Anyways, the after the fact King told you that Mr. Shuey himself would win. Yes, Derrick Lewis, shockingly, second round. I was right, though. Second round. Went to sleep. rock I've never seen him slumped. This was a seesaw battle. We knew they were going in there for one thing, to knock each other out. Yes. Those big boys, in the words of Mike Weeby, text me, well, damn, King, King Hippo won. Yes. Tui, Mr. Shuey, does look like King Hippo with, with side tattoos. I wonder how tattoos feel on fat. You know what I'm saying? If you get like tattoos on the side fat, does it hurt because the tissue is a little softer than muscle? You know, because he he has a tribal joint. You know, he's he's a uh, Simone, so he's doing a haka dance. I mean, does that hurt if it's on fat? I'll ask your mom later, cause she has one on her lower back. <laughs> Anyways, yes, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis went to sleep. You know, at his age. First time getting knocked out like that, it don't look good for the home team. And literally it is home team because it's Houston. And this is the second time he's lost in his home crowd, you know, in front of his home home crowd. You know, this is, he lost to Cyril in an interim championship fight. And then now he's losing again to uh, Mr. Shuey himself. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's a little older, so uh, we'll talk about that later. And then the main event, Mr. Israel Asanya against Bobby Knuckles Robbie Whitt- Robert Whitaker. Uh with all the build up, this was a very boring fight. I I it was boring. I mean if you if you're going to have that style, Whitaker looked timid the first round and then second round he won, he opened up a little bit, took uh, Israel down, but from 3 to 3 to 5, it was basically Israel stalking him, and then Whitaker would get, go up, uh, get off on him, you know, get a little gu- good shots and whatnot, t- uh, go for a couple takedowns, but Israel's uh, takedown defense was was on point today. It's not Jan Bo- Bohovic, uh a 205-er, who's trying to take him down. This is someone, you know, his size that's trying to take him down, as in weight, and uh, his takedown defense was, was great. It's, the fight wasn't what I thought it'd be. I thought he would knock him out, uh, but Whitaker showed a lot of heart. He He didn't Fold. He, he was taking those leg kicks, you know, had to do a do-si-do a couple of times, you know, they do stinky leg We stayed up. Well, <laughs> yeah, man, this was, it was a lackluster fight to people, what people were thinking of as far as, uh, we all thought it was going to be a knockout, you know, Israel talks all that shit, you know, you got to knock motherfuckers out. So, but, you know, it was good, though. I give it a, uh, I give him a solid uh, B+. plus. But um, he won, retained his title. Now he's starting to, he's starting to be like uh, Kamaru Usman where he's starting to lap, yes, lap the division, meaning that he's beating the same people, okay, while being champion. Uh, so Jared Cantonaire, I think that might be the next fight for him. Um, you know, uh, I would like to see that because they're both going to uh, throw them things, throw them, uh, them dick beaters, as my brother likes to say. But, uh, yeah, Clubber D is out, man. I got that masseuse in the morning, you know. I'm. Like, I call the shine later. You know, I'm saying he he know a uh, lawyer too. So I might I might need that too. But anyways, hey, it's your mid man Clubber D. Always in a place to be. If you don't know, get online or email me at ballandbugs10 dot Good googly moogly. ballandbugs10 com. And I'll answer all your questions. All right, oh, I'll holler.
0: And you know how we'd like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. Get the out of here. Yes, another week, my friends. Thank you for joining us for episode number 38. Again, you can thank Club of D the Combat G for getting me back a week early, but I guess I'm back now, so I guess I'll be back for episode number 39. Um, Before we go, in my outro, I did want to talk about the big issue in the NFL going on. Uh, While the Super Bowl was going on, there was another side issue. Brian Flores filed a lawsuit against the NFL, all 32 teams, claiming racial discrimination in the hiring practices of the NFL. So, uh is the lawsuit going to do anything? Probably not, right? Usually, most people don't win when they sue the NFL, except Al Davis, rest in peace. We love you. Um, but that being said, uh, St. Louis recently won, so it's not impossible. Uh, he doesn't have a airtight case, so I don't think that he's going to win. But the point, I believe, is uh, a bigger thing Bigger part of this is the martyrdom that he has sacrificed. Um, Could he get a job in the future? Possibly he sacrificed himself for the greater good. Uh, It is sad that there is only one black coach in the league that is 70% black. That is very sad. Update, the one black head coach in the league, Mike Tomlin, ended up hiring Brian Flores as a defensive coach. So there you go. Back in the league, it just happened to be that he got hired by the only black coach. (laughs) Uh, One day, one day. Uh, They do have the Rooney rule, but we've always complained about the Rooney rule. The Rooney rule has never worked. So that is not good. Um, These players need to respond to not only people that know football, but also people that understand them as well. Um, and so I'm not saying get rid of all the white coaches. I'm not saying just go out and hire all the black coaches. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying there does need to be more equity in the hiring practices. Um, it is true that a lot of black candidates are used for the Rooney rule to satisfy. That's true. It's completely true. You see it happen every year. I've seen the Raiders do it plenty of times. I've seen every team do it. So it happens every year. Um, and. It's, I mean, teams are forced into doing it, right? Because of the rule. But that, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. Um, now, that's not everybody. Some would still get interviewed. Uh, but they also get usually shorter contracts on average and uh, usually get fired quicker. Uh, their job retention is less, right? So uh, there are a lot of qualified black coaches out there that do need more opportunities. And hopefully we will see a change going into the future. Do I think that this necessary lawsuit is going to make that big of a change? Probably not necessarily in the machinations or the process um, because there's nothing really that can do except maybe keep bumping the Rooney rule up. But again, that's not really, I mean, there's only so far you can go with that. There has to be a change up top. We have to start getting some black owners in the league. When you have 32 white billionaire owners who are all over the age of 70, usually, you know, um, uh, you know, there's usually going to be a preference that they have. And it just is what it is. We know that they come from a different time. If you lined up 32 70-year-old white guys in front of me and asked me how many of them were racist, I'd probably tell you half of them, I would think. You suck. Jackass. Um, uh, hopefully, nowadays, that would be less. I would like to think better of people. Maybe, um, you know, we need to get younger, more diverse, ownership, executives, and coaches. Um, that being said, it's going to be a long process over time that needs to change. And hopefully, we will see that happen. But in the meantime, uh, salute to you all who are out there on that grind. Good luck. And... Again, thank you, family, for tuning in this week. You know we love you here at the Ball and Buds podcast. Don't forget to email us at ballandbuds at mvpsmb.com. That, again, is Ball and Buds at M as in mama because I love my mama. V as in Victor, shout out Sonic Groove. P as in papa because I love my papa. S as in son because I be sunning y'all fools. M is in mama again, because I love my mama twice. And B is for boy, as in, boy, if y'all don't go and send some damn mail to our mailbox and we can have some fun with this, and we will read all the mail on the episodes post-show. So, again, holla at us. That being said, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for the support, everyone here at the Ball and Buds Podcast. We all thank you for the support.
1: Drop it out. Email and parts at 10 Good googly moogly. and Bumps at 10vpsmb.com.
0: I love y'all, family. Hope you have a blessed week. And we will see y'all next week. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way.